Okay, first of all, uh, the few people I asked, the Eilam will still be around uh, next week. Some said they'll be around for the next eight weeks, but I don't know if we could do that. Normally, we don't go into the summer, but I think if the Eilam is around, it'll be a schus, so we're going to try. I see Odium has his thumbs up already. That's good. Okay, does Odium's brother also? Uh, both of you? So um, I see Shimmy smiling, so that's already three. And Jonathan, you're not going to Denver or anything, right? So um, I think uh, we'll, we'll try for next week, and we'll see how far we get after that, since we're just at the infancy of this fascinating sugya. And just to pick, off the, pick up what we left off last night, the last three minutes we had quite a tumult about the sanitation technicians and uh, a few people wrote to me afterwards that they know quite a few sanitation technicians. So the pay is good, honest living. The only shyly is a few baltashkas issues, which we're trying to work with. So every industry has its shaylas. Well, people in business that have ribbish shaylas, it doesn't scare anybody. I mean, maybe it should. Asagas gvul, we have all sorts of shaylas. So every industry has its shaylas. Uh, to the extent, if you're in an industry and you haven't had any shaylas in a long time, like in three days, you should be double-checking. So, yes, even san- sanitation technicians have their shaylas. I think you're the one who uh, let me know that the one right here being picked up in Shire Shemaim. Everything in Shire Shemaim is halig. Even our sanitation technicians are from. So, um, you knew that before? Well, the owner's from... You've seen actual drivers, the guy pressing the button, compacting. We don't put out clothing normally, although we do once a year Pesach time. So that's actually, remind me, next Pesach. What? There that might still be technically edible. Yeah, I'm more worried about the amount of clothing we throw out when we clean out the code rooms uh, based on our Hefker, based on the Hefker and the power invested in us. Uh, so remind me next perm. Uh, hopefully we will just be celebrating Purim next year and nothing else going on and uh, we'll be able to deal with this Shaila. but interesting uh, to note uh, when the guy shows up next time I know you're learning here most of the day uh, so uh, don't scare him out of his wits <laughs> just tell him he should ask his uh, local old dogs rabbi who's uh, holding in the sugya so Rav Vosner reminded us he agrees with the Chaznish we haven't found anybody who disagrees with this the technicalists about Tashis cannot be transgressed with a Shev al However, you could be over on the Hashkafa Shabbat, certainly, and all the Chazals that say you shouldn't waste anything in the Bria, and the whole introduction we had about Sadikim, who am a doctic to use everything that Hashem gives us. Interestingly enough, as we entered the Tshuva, which is on page uh, Kufmem Tesman last night, Vosna said you can't be over a Shev al so if you have extra clothing and nobody wants them, and you put them out, but it doesn't end the truva there. You expect to say, well, Shev al you just put it out. But he fully recognizes that if you put it out, there's 0% chance somebody's going to take it, and the sanitation technicians are coming in 20 minutes. That's not mamish biyadayim, but it's pretty close. You're putting it in harm's way. You're leaving it for the garbage people, sanitation technicians, to, uh, to collect. That's pretty close to a conversation. Amir la'akum in Baltashchis, in cutting down trees, is also. It's at least also mitabon, Amir la'akum is also by Holy term. And we didn't get to that section, that subsection yet, but if he is a daily worker of yours and you just tell him, cut down these trees, he's a pile, so maybe pile, 
It's like the Balabayas, Yad Balabayas, and it's even worse than Amir Lakum, but it's at least Amir Lakum. We saw the Basama Rosh wanted the Taina that if you can't do via Groma diverting the stream away from the tree, then you can't ask a guy. Many felt that asking a guy is worse because it's more direct, you tell him to cut down the tree, and others felt that it's better than diverting the stream because he has his own mind, he's making his own decision. So it's not really your mice even via Groma. It might be lower. Either way, it's not good without a heter. Here, he's discussing a case where no one is coming for these uh, old clothes and you're not getting rid of it, which is not often the case, as I mentioned last night. Part of the sugi is to look for ways, to start thinking like this and look for ways to use things or reuse things and not have them go to waste. And that's really the thrust over here whether or not technically you're over the Easter. So he pins in the fact that it's Karov that people are going to come and get it. And you said in certain neighborhoods they indeed are in Israel, and other people, there's a big tumult about this after this year. Many people said, never happened, no one's coming to get it. It depends which neighborhood you're in and it depends. But there are organizations that do this. So one of our listeners, Yemi Davidson, uh, interestingly enough, not related to that, Davidson, the show, because he lives in Bar Park, but it's um, Ben David is Davidson, so I guess it shouldn't be such a rare name. And he said that people drop off stuff by his house all the time, and he tries to make use of it uh, through organizations, but it takes some time to get there. So he was just discussing with me right before the shear, how long do you have to wait and how much of a tircha? If this is a daily drop-off of the whole neighborhood and uh, you've got to make 100 calls, then I don't want to say time is money, but uh, that does play a role. That's how much of a tircha it is. I will mention one more thing before I get to your question. Rabbi Yashiv, just for the uh, three or four sub years down, we get to food. Rabbi Yashiv says, the heter that we need the most out of the entire vast sugya of throwing out tons and tons of food every night, community-wide, from Simchas, Baruch Hashem, and other things. And I, I was at a base of Leilainu this week. It's a big sign on the door. People are getting, shouldn't get the hang of it in this sogia, but it's a big sign on the door. Do not bring any food in. So if an Akram would show up to the house and you see that, they'd probably think, you know, Board of Health, uh, the, the, the mice problem, who knows what. Anybody from, what does that sign mean? It means, well, there's an Indian Apikabola, food in the base of all, can you uh, throw it out? Uh, this is a fascinating Shaila per this Sugya, because on one side it's a Shaila of the Raisa, possibly, whether non food bearing trees are the Raisa also, many hold it is, versus a mini, they were not exactly sure where it came from, if it exists, what it's all about. What? Of course they do. Oh, you mean they bring food not just the Suzava. They keep bringing, yeah. I, this sign was there after the Suzava. Apparently there. Yeah. Glad that this is in Flappish. So it could be there. Worried about people actually wanting to dafka, keep up their meaning of bringing it in. But it's a pretty lopsided shayla because you have a, for sure, a bon on throwing out food, maybe the racer versus a shayla, whether there's any Yenna Pikabala. But when it comes to Yenna Pikabala, people get very nervous. I can't tell you how many times I got the following shayla. I'm not going to tell you the answer now. Certainly not on the air, and you'll understand why. What people say, it's Leilano, it's day seven in the morning. Okay, we got 78 plates of fruit and fish. And is that, can we give it to a yeshiva? Can we give it to an organization? I don't bother asking, well, why don't you invite the whole family over? 
consume it. I, I know where the question's coming from, because they also heard of this thing, and they don't want it, but they don't want to be ever about Tashas either. So basically the shayla is, can you give it to somebody who can use it without telling them where it's coming from? I'm not going to answer that now, because if I do, then, you know, whatever. Uh, it's, you understand, if I tell you the answer, then the answer might not be as effective, although I probably just told you the answer by saying that, but you'll figure it out. Baltashis serious sister, especially against something that's a bit of a suffix, and not sure I can maze it. It's more like um, we never or almost never say what you don't know doesn't hurt you, except when we do. Um, I said too much already on the video, but whatever. It's a serious shayla. You're bumping into, as you know from the sugi already, a serious shayla on the other side. So later, that should mean a gay. I was talking about a chasna and a bar mitzvah and a dinner, and there's tons and tons. So we have in Muncie, Shayra's a plate. Great organization. Mr. Wexler has been doing it for many, many years. They're sending around Bochum, and they save an enormous amount of food. And that's a tip of the iceberg. So the Ashkafa over here is, why don't we just scale back and serve less? Well, that's Ashkafically sound to the degree we could do it and working on Takanas. Lamaisa, we didn't. So now what? So Rabbi Yoshev, they have to find to sell also, not to the same degree. Rabbi Yoshev says, yeah, not over, it's not kumvase, and if you don't actually throw it out or don't collect the garbage... But that just shifts the shayla to our from sanitation technicians who are crushing it. And if you put it out in the sun in harm's way, the jury's still out whether that's considered be a diem. And well, Bosner seems to be misupic because if he wasn't, he wouldn't have to give the other hand to the probably going to take it. So obviously he realizes that might be kumvase already. So the other basic hetter is that no one's going to use it anyway because the Board of Health is going to answer it. And therefore it's useless that's going to be, we're getting ahead of ourselves, we'll examine it a little more closely, but that's going to be the header based on this concept of there's nothing you can do about it, try not to do it with Kumba, say, have somebody else do it, one level down, and the real header is it can't be baltashchis if it's not worth much, or anything at this point, and it's illegal or dangerous or both or to serve, and no one's going to eat it. With that said, does that mean that everything your mother told you for 50 years about finish your chicken and your meat because it's baltashkis or the people in India or Daffer or whatever need it. And both are true, although we're not shipping it there, and, um, but it's baltashkis. Is it baltashkis to not finish your chicken? There's an, an issue on the other side. Why don't you normally want to finish your chicken? Well, it depends how old you are. If you're 10, you don't want to finish your chicken because you want to get to the ice cream, part of ice cream, or cookies. So that's not a good hetter. And part of Chinuch is finish the main course. It's healthier. And don't waste your chicken. If you're an adult, why aren't you finishing your chicken? Anybody? You're full? That's a good start, right? Don't overeat. You don't overeat, no? So overeating is also an issue. And Tainus Arrived. Tainus Arrived is famous. You don't have to fast. Tainus Arrived is a suggestion that you're eating and you really have a tithe and you want to break your tithes, but you don't want to not eat because you're not holding there or because you need to eat because you need to keep body and soul together, but you want one extra piece and you stop there. Instead of having a third, helping a chunk, which you can handle, you stop at one and a half or two. So that's a mila. No, that's good. Either take it on your plate. I was told by Tamidim or learned by Byron that um, he used to, he ate very little bachlal, if you ever... Pitch that I don't know about it, some huggers. But he would dafka, he would stop in the middle of a piece of chicken all the time. All the time. Leave out the rest. He was not worried about Baltashkis. I don't think it's a problem because he took a small piece to begin with. Don't take a humongous piece to the time it's arrived, but 
he was doing Titus Arayvin and never ate more than he had to on a morsel, and that's an avoida. That's not baltashchis. You'll say, well, then give it to somebody else. So in certain areas, that would be called shirayim. That'd be worth a lot of money. In Lakewood, shirayim didn't really go over very well, I guess, and um, so the janitor cleaned it up. Is that baltashchis? Of course not. Why not? Because it's not going to be eaten by somebody else. The Board of Health wouldn't let you reserve it. And... So why and, not and, take No, he did. He took a small piece, mitzchila. The Whatever you take, the tinus it says that even when you're eating, you're saying you can still break it down, so that you'll never have the tinus arrivit. But you, well, tinus that would be that you are not, I wanted this big. I okay, it I, I, sounds like from the stories I heard that, and I heard from a few sources, that he took a pretty, like the smallest piece of chicken as it is, and he ate a few nibbles. Yeah, and he had had a polka, whatever, and he had a few slivers of it, and that was it. And he didn't... uh, There's overeating, which is really unhealthy, and then there's eating enough to really keep yourself healthy and do a complete lishma and uh, and look at uh, Varun Leif Steinman and uh, the Sanhagar Hamaran and people who were... lived in this world, but they... Gashmi is like, there's no shaykhs to them, and... So there is a, definitely an Aved in that, no doubt about it. Even that, an official Tainat Zaravid. We discussed this in the previous part of the Shia, which led into this, of the Chavala uh, and when it's not Chavala and when it's on Haga and when it's Prishav Gashmias, which depends what you're holding. It's possible so, that somebody else plated the food for him and then he just ate from whatever. Also possible, and you don't have to go up and start getting involved. I want this piece, that Ravarin was like, you know, walking to the dining room, talking to Samidim, and they put right. something down. And, <laughs> what? How much time did he have to eat? I didn't have much time to eat, and they put something down. I forget, they probably want to put something down that was Bukavadik, and, you know, and so he's going to start telling them, no, you know, I want the slightly smaller. It's like, that's already Baltashchis in his time. And, and he just wasn't Mesiachis to the whole thing, and he ate what he felt he needed, and if he was hungry, and, uh, and that was it. So we're throwing out a lot of food, less Montepolig. If we make less and serve less, it'll be less Hashkafic, Baltashchis. What do you do afterwards? So part of the story is going to be, whatever you do, try not to burn the food. Remain the whipped cream by saying I was burning it. You'll let somebody else take it over. So that's, uh, Vosner alluded to that last night by the clothing. And he said the second part is that somebody's popular to take it over. The food, no one's taking it. But Rabbi Yosha is going to use that as, well, no one's taking it. That's why it's mutter, because no one's taking it. So that, that's far as going to be uh, a different type. As far as we get to the food, but we're not there. We're still by the trees, trying to not lose the trees in the forest. And with that, we're going to go to the next two chuvas, which will talk directly about the trees. And Lamaisa, what to do when you have a heter, real estate uh, needs or otherwise. Uh, what to do, Lamaisa, when you think you have a heter, how many heterim do you need and how should you go about doing it? Uh, Lagabe, selling it to a guy, having a guy do it, and what are the potential sakanas when you have a heter? So, first take a look at... Page Sadi Ches. These are two more chuvas in the Shevet Alevi. There's a lot of chuvas on Baltashkis. Let's take a look at Simit Sadi Hey. Shorter chuva first. And then we'll go on to the chuva where he directly discusses the Sakana issue. As mentioned in the beginning, one of the unique things of the sugya is that it's a very large sugya based on one or two Gemaras and one set of Sukkim. And then what's extremely unusual is all the regular chuvas, Alpinigla, talk about. The next issue is even when it's mutter, be careful because this is a sakana, and we don't normally do that because you pass can based on nigla, except for people who are holding with their own hogal pinister, which is not for the masses. But here it's in Talmud Bavli because the Gemara says that he's reporting, and he's reporting that his son Rachman Aslan got seriously hurt mortally 
hurt by cutting down a tree, which so far we said he thought was dead and wasn't producing a calf or didn't know what the shear was, made some sort of mistake, and it cost him. So that's an Indian opinion that it's in Shaz Bavli, and that's why all the pays can deal with it. And you ask anybody, even if they know not too much about the Sugi, they say, I don't know, I heard that this is dangerous, you gotta, gotta do Mechira to a guy, which is, have to is uh, overkill, and it's a bad expression over here, and the, uh, but it's a good idea to be careful, and we'll see why. So let's take a look at Sadi Hay. Lenachan, Kibalti, Rasa Idis. You need, you're extending your house, you need the makam, you need a place to sit in the backyard, whatever the case may be, or you need your sukkah to not have an overhang of branches, which Now, the big question, is there this related... Alpinister Sakana that's mentioned Shaz Bavli, is that case talking about where he had a heter and it's still dangerous? Or only when you have a heter it's also dangerous? Big Chakir in the Sugya. So there is a Machlaikis. He's going to make mention of it here and go into it more in the next Shuva, but he says two of the Achreinim that are famous for arguing this point. The Yavit says, Interesting, coming from the Yavitz, no? Because uh, Yavitz is known to anybody here for anybody, anything in particular. Yavitz is a prolific writer from the Gani Adar. Anybody recall offhand a particular Melchemist mitzvah he was involved in? Right. There was, the backlash against Shabbat Tzvi was that entire communities, the Yekis, uh, I don't know if you remember this, back in the old country in 17, whatever it was, um, but... Uh, <laughs> They erased like any mention of uh, they took out Birch Shemei. It was from the Zayar. There was such a backlash. There's nothing Birch Shemei is from the Zayar. That's not a Shaila. <laughs> and it's Halig, and that's not a Shaila. They didn't want anybody going there. So the Machlekas of Yanis and the and the Yavits, which was very complicated. History, Baruch Hashem has judged. They're both Sadiq Elyon, and they're both right, and that's a Machemes Mitzvah, and that's like the contrast in the mission of this between Kayav Badasai, which you just said, versus Hill and Shammai. You got to sometimes look back a couple hundred years. With Moshe Rabbeinu and Kairach, you don't have to look back at all. The earth swallowed them up, and that's why it was only between Kairach and Adasai. But here, history, uh, some safer, I think, once made a comment. He used to keep them on different shelves. I kid you not. He says, not right there. Such a machlekes mechaim. Machlekes was big. Probably one of the biggest machlekes in where both parties with Sadiqim, like Shaman Hill. It sounds as bigger as more natural. So they didn't keep their sperm. They both have a lot of sperm. Right. So, so later on in life, somebody noticed that they were next to each other, and they asked him, and he said they already made shalom. It's years after both were nifter. You have to do the chassam sefer to know that <laughs> when, when the beginning, when the end. But so, with that background, just very interesting. The yivitz is the shita. That holds that even when it's mutter legamer, you have a bona fide head there, it's clear the fruits are not giving a yield, the real estate is more valuable. All that term we spoke about thus far. And he says, yeah, but there's a Gemara that says it's dangerous, uh, be careful, and maybe take an arm's length approach and sell it to a guy with all the Kenyanim or some of the Kenyanim and just get it out of your issues and have him do it and don't be Mitzavah. Interesting, that's the Yavitz, who 
knew a lot of Kabbalah. And uh, the Machlekes is whether to profess and whether to uh, talk to the masses about it. That was really the Machlekes, uh, Yavis and Yavis and Yavis. And Yavis and Yavis claims he, he wasn't. Was obviously a Shiloh degree or whatever. There were a lot of, lot of Shilohs what was going on there. But people are good and nervous. Anyway, so he's the one who says, it's a kind of remains. Isn't that interesting? Of all Achreinim, there list five or 10 or 20 or 50 Gedele Achreinim. It's the Yavitz who says, not the only one, who says the Sakana is still there. Ubechuvis Binyan speaking of Yagis. It's the Rebbe of Shanshavar Hirsch, the Elchaner of Yaakov Etlinger, any other Marmachemis you can give. He was the God of Ladar in his time, and the Binyan Sin uh, has a long tshuva. Docha betzedek karayesav. Interestingly enough, the Ravazner says that the Binyan Sin brings down the Ivitz and argues, and he agrees more with the Binyan Sin. Thinks the Pasha says, I mean, this is a lot easier in the Sugi to understand. When you ever find something, it's a sakana. When you're doing something, it's absolutely correct. That's, that's a chiddush. It's possible, but it's a chiddush. So Binyan Sin says, not true. Is if you absolutely, if, if you're Masupik, whether it's Mutarasa, that's the Pasuk. Pasuk goes out of its way. We discussed last night. You have to be absolutely sure, even a sex faker somewhere, and make sure it's Mutar. But no, it's clear it's Mutar. The real estate is far in excess of the value of these apples. And Yavit says, you've got to be careful. What you have to do to be careful, <laughs> we're going to discuss. Binyan Sin says, not true. Yes? Like? So, very good. You're, that was the theme of our sugya two sugyas ago. Uh, dangerous? It's, it can cause tintamanefesh? If you recall, that itself was a big machalikas. And for the same reason, many Achorim said, but you're pointing out correctly, there were more Achorim who said, like the Yavitz, plenty of Achorim said, like the Yavitz said, yeah, you have a heter and it's a mitzvah, but it can still cause collateral damage. But no one's dying. It's still a chilek. I think it's a very good raya. And the Ivis is the Ivis. I'm not trying to push it one way or another. The Ravazna did that already. He calls the Binyan Zian, and he says, he argues Bitzedek. He answers up Bitzedek Yosef. And he feels that's the das of most Peskim, is that really Maker Hadin, it's not a Din, Din Kabbalah, if it's Mutu Lagamri, there's no suffix, there's no danger. But Afal PK, who wants to start up a danger, so we're going to try to be Machmer anyway, and he himself is going to suggest it. But you're talking about Tintam and Evish, that can affect uh, his uh, Yerushamayim, it can affect his Yat uh, which is an um, interesting Raya, even if he was doing something for his Pekuch uh, which is a mitzvah. So it's a good Raya, but it's still over here, it's even more harsh. They're taking this from one Gemara in Baba Kama that says he died, which is pretty, uh, pretty direct. Of course, you might want to ask, by the way, just something to think about. Why does we only have one case in history where somebody dies? The Gemara only reports it once. That's a good kasha. If it's, if it's really such a... So the Binyan Siyan will argue, no, when it's mutter, it's okay, and don't worry about it. He made a mistake, and he was in such a high madriga. Some of say, only died. His father was saying, my son was such a tzaddik. This is the only reason he died. Hashem judged him in his madriga, and he made a mistake. Not that he did it beheter and he died anyway. Yavitz is saying it's dangerous even as beheter. It's quite a machlekes. And he thinks that's more mistaber. Who wants to do anything that might be slightly dangerous? And even the Binyan says that. I ain't that if you can try to do it at arm's length, it's better to do it. 
has an interesting idea to try to get out of the problem of a possible sakana leilenu. If you can lift the whole thing with the roots and transport it somewhere else with the soil, with the roots, then better to do that. With a young sapling you just bought from the store, from Home Depot, that's doable. With a tree that's been growing for 300 years here in Muncie, that's not happening. And if it's too expensive, even the first scenario, he's going to point out, that's also about trashless and your money, you don't have to do that. But it is an option. If you have a real fruit-bearing tree and you don't want to get involved in this uh, Shaila, the possible, and Yanni Kabbalah, even though it's called the Mutter, uh, that is a possibility, depending on how big it is. And the Shaila asks, well, that can be expensive. So Vazna says, I agree with you. If it's too expensive and you're doing a project and you're extending the house and the extension is going to cost $80,000 and then one small detail, you bump into the tree and you're trying to figure out what to do and it's a fruit paying tree and somebody suggests, well, but some safer says you move it with the soil. So you call the gardener over and says, okay, Jim, how much does it cost? He looks at the tree, he looks at the roots and says, I can do that for 15 grand easily. That's, you know, 25% of the project. <laughs> so he says that's Baltashkis. Ain't Deichin Baltashkis from Ne Baltashkis. That's an interesting way to say it. <laughs> he, says, that's gonna, he says, you're not Machif to do that. This is still a Humra, if it's even that. BNC and says it's not dangerous. If you can do it, fine. If not, not. Most of the time it's too expensive. Like the Ivitz. Not the Sifre Kabbalah. All the Sifre Pes can bring this down. Do like Mechiris Chametz and ask your Rav who's handling the Shaila how you do this because by Mechiris Chametz we do six Kenyanim. We don't require six Kenyanim over here. Uh, you can't hear anything? You can't hear anything. Uh, somebody on the screen saying they can't hear anything. I think that's what he said, but he's on mute. He's the first one to complain. If you ever don't hear anything, guys, just uh, text somebody. You were trying to get my attention, you didn't hear anything either? Somebody was texting you. Uh, let me just finish the sentence. Is that what you were saying? You couldn't hear anything? Hello? Now you can hear it? Now you're good? Okay. Okay, everybody can hear now? Shimmy, you couldn't hear before? I have to start again? <laughs> it's 25 minutes worth. Um, I don't know how you could tell from my hands what I was saying. Just five minutes. Okay. Okay, so if you ever, um, thank you for speaking up. Um, you'll let us know uh, when you get out of the CIA who Odium really is. Uh, but we'll, uh, you just, just uh, wave wildly if you can't hear me next time. No reason for you to miss five minutes, especially the Yanni Alpinista. Yeah, Michael, you're saying? Yeah, so this thing this about it as far as uh, to, to, to sell to, uh, or to be marketed to a guy, is this a, that would apply in our also? Okay, so we're going to... We're not going to get to this now, but this line is needs Hezber because I mentioned we do six Kenyan or five Kenyan by Mechimetz Chametz Hashad by Yerabai Amatze, a real problem. It's a haroma a bit, and by Yerabai Amatze we don't want to fool around. So we do every Kenyan that might be a Shaila, and then some to get it out of the Rishus. Over here, that's not necessary because all things are Chum in the first place. If it's Mutter, the Binyan Sin and others hold there's no Sakana. We're being Cheshit for the Machmir. Very nice. Uh, if it's not Mutter, you shouldn't be doing it. So. You don't need six kinyanim. Shaila is one, two, three. We'll discuss which ones are the primary ones. 
We'll, we'll get to that in Mitzvah Shem. Second thing is... Right, right. So I get that. The second thing is a big problem. Yeah, a big problem. So is there a chili between Eitzisol and Chutzlarts? The answer is short. Answer is yes. Uh, there is a Ferish Asugia that talks about the Isser to sell a tree to a guy. It's about Chalikis, whether or not you can even sell a tree to a guy. Amanas that he's going to cut it down, which is this case. Why else would you ask him to do this? You might say that fairish, but th- that this is where it's chal. Uh, we paskin, if you tell him cut it down right away, you can. Shailiz, how do you trust him? It's an ikafel. We're going to get into this. We're going to, as, as in all our sugis, we have a chance to go into some chesh mishpat and the chaznish you're alluding to. Shemitah is coming up. We spoke about it five years ago, six years ago. Uh, the chaznish talks about Neit Yisrael, where... He holds very stark that it's also to do even a Kenyan on a small piece of land. And if you're selling him the tree with the land underneath, which you have to do anyway because it has roots going on all the lands, you've got to sell him the whole area to operate. So why indeed is that not Loisichanim, which is an Isidaraisa, or is it? So, interesting, you will machab into that. That's going to be um, a separate... Uh, uh, one of our many subtopics, but that's important because a lot of these shayas come up in Eitz Yisrael, and Chutzlar, there's nowhere to sell them land. Uh, there's nowhere to sell them in America. This is not our land. I hate to break the news to you. What? He lived in Eitz Yisrael, yes. yes. So, Shaila is, what is he doing? It happens to be Rav Vazna Lishitasai holds by, Chaznish has that by the Shemitah Shaila of the Hetamachira, and Rav Vazner, Lishitas over here holds that if you're only doing it for yourself, just like the other areas of Lishichanim, you're allowed to give him a gift and compliment him when it's self-serving. So too over here, and the Chazni says the two have nothing to do with each other. We're going to see a fascinating machlek is about Lishichanim. Uh, every time we speak about Lishichanim every few years, we add another layer. This is going to be a very important chilek. It's a big machlek. But Vosner himself happens to be Mekel over there. So this is Lishitasai. Uh, but we're going to Looking at right now, just opening the the sugya of this chumra of which you don't have to do of selling to a guy with the land underneath. The guy will uproot it, and and I have the shail all the time. All these three shails are very common, and he says I told them how to do it, and they sold it to the guy, and everything was fine, and nobody got hurt. The gam and and he says, and it happens to be, if you don't do that, you can't do that, you can't find a guy. Like the Binyan Sea and the others, very significant coming from Ravazna, by the way. Ravazna, Magdalia Peskim of this past generation, and he was Haimish. He's a Talmud from Chachme Liblin. If you know Chachme Bin, that'll tell you where he fits. He happened to be very friendly with my grandfather both from the same town in Hungary, whichever part of the border, whichever war it was, but somewhere in that area. And uh, so Opa used to go visit him when he was in B'nai Brak, and they used to uh, talk about, uh, I don't know, it was the good old days, the bad old days, whatever, the old days. And um, it's a special relationship when you meet somebody after the war. You know, he's living in Bar Park, and he's living in B'nai Brak. And uh, so he learned the Chafin Lubin. So Vazner, the Vazner are Haimish, so usually more Haimish, there's more of a, an emphasis on the Yanni Kabbalah, but he 
was high mission, he was from the Peskadar, and this coming out in this Shuvi, he says, and everybody says this, even if they're not high mission, if you, if you can take care of the Sakana, why not? But if you can't, for some reason, remember, it's mutter. If it's mutter, then cut it. If it's not, you shouldn't be cutting it. And if it's mutter, we really pass on the being and seeing that if it's mutter, there's no Sakana. So it's interesting coming from Vosner that that's the case. I'll get to the question in one second. Mikamakam, akal yasai de goyim. Even if you can't sell to a guy, try to have it cut down by a guy. And then by the bushes, which we raised before, the bushes are a big shayla because we have bushes, we make adama on the berries, and they're really a tree, and we have a mini, we make adama, it's lower than ten tfachim, and it's unclear where that mini comes from. I find it interesting, he takes a stand on that, and he says, we're making adama, it's a bush, call it a bush, it's not a tree, it's mutter. Not everybody agrees to that. It depends on if it's a very low bush, the soft stands, it's not a perennial. There are different simon on what makes a tree. But he mentions, if it's not, per last night's discussion, remember, there uh, seems to be a raging debate how much we could bring over from Orla, if at all, certainly not everything, and some say nothing, and some say in between. So he says, well, how do you figure out whether it's a tree? Well, look at Hilchaz Orla, and you'll know whatever they're passing over there, we're passing over here. A lot of these are Ramachlikas over there as well. And Bracha, which I find interesting because there are berries make Adama on, even though many claim we should make eights and we're not sure where this many came from. But no, Adama, with eights. I find this line interesting. He says, you can follow out over here. Priyadama is vegetables and grasses and salads and all sorts of things. Uh, no shaykh is the trees and therefore it's mutter. But his comment about the berries with the bushes is interesting. He's taking a stand on that. And he says, follow the dinam and orla and brachas. Brachas, I think, would be less compelling than the early. What was your question? Yes, so whether when we get to that, which is not really the very next thing, but it'll be sooner rather than later, uh, you're asking why does he have to sell to the guy the land underneath? So it depends how many you're cutting down, but it also depends where the roots are going, because if you just sell him the tree and he's destroying the ground also, you want to be able to have bailas on everything. It's a chumar gavi chumar. You don't have to do any of this. The problem is the Chaznish and Yisrael would really have issues with that. Better. The Shaila is how doable that is and why the land is necessary. So it's a good question, but hold the thought. He can't just be mochel on the damage to his lawn? He could. The Shaila is uh, if it's my land and you're cutting down the trees so maybe if I'm involved in the roots and everything like that so maybe it's not why am I selling it to the guy because for the Indian of Pichabala I don't want any shaykhs to this thing so it's a little hard if the thing is sitting and mixed in embedded in the land literally and I own the land you own the tree then it's not as posh again nothing's a chiv over here but it's a good question we will continue next week everybody here on Zoom you're invited back next week wherever you might be Yes, that was last night. Yes, yes, yes. No, some wanted to claim that there wasn't a shayla we should borrow from Arla, but 